This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Today, in every corner of America, predators are targeting young underage victims to bring them into the sex trade. Which kids are most at risk and how can we protect them? We'll have this story. Most people think trafficking is an over-there issue. And I'm here to tell you that every day, in every zip code of every city of every state, there are children being intentionally recruited into this life. Then, good communication skill is vital on the job. It can make everything run more efficiently. We'll hear from an expert. I think it just makes everything better at work. Everything from work becoming more fulfilling to being more influential, it really gives you a lot of different upsides. Those two stories and more are just ahead on this week's show. Don't go away. InfoTrack comes your way right after this. It's a disturbing fact. Sex trafficking is alive and well in the U.S. in virtually every town and city. How can we protect vulnerable teens most at risk? With this story, here's InfoTrack's Lisa G. Lisa? Thanks, Chris. We are speaking with Jan Edwards of Paving the Way, which is an organization aimed at raising awareness and preventing sex trafficking. Now, if you're listening here in the United States, you might be thinking, why do I even need to know about this? Jan, could you fill us in? Why do we need to know about this? According to Homeland Security and the FBI, there's approximately 300,000 children a year lured into this lifestyle. Most people think trafficking is an over-there issue, and I'm here to tell you that it's not. That every day, in every zip code of every city of every state, that there are children being intentionally recruited into this life. There are, what, over 325,000 children at risk for becoming victims of sexual exploitation in North America? Yes, and that's a conservative estimate. You know, this is a silent crime. Children, they don't share about this. There is a crime of shame and embarrassment for the child, and it's very secretive for the predator or the pimp or the recruiter. So it's not like there's a lot of conversation about it because people are embarrassed to even share it. They're embarrassed to talk about it. They feel stupid for having made one mistake that can ruin the rest of their life. How does someone go about recruiting children? The recruiting is done several ways. They've gone to malls, they go to restaurants, clubs, bars, parks, theme parks. Then they strike up conversations. And it's very rapid. The recruiters and pimps are master manipulators. And they establish trust and rapport very quickly with these children. And they might feign being lonely and alone and, oh, you're my one and only. And they also profess love and devotion. You know, I, I really need your help. You're like my one. You're my rock. Those kind of conversations happen. In schools, you want to really look for your children having a whole new group of friends that you've never seen around before. They might be slightly older. Because a child is worth, for a pimp, an average, about $250,000 a year. So they're patient. They'll spend months recruiting and grooming these children, putting a wedge between the victim and their friends and family, such that nine months down the road, this child has no one else but this one person. And then the next thing you know, it's, gosh, you know what, we're short on rent. I need you to go turn trucks, or I need you to go 
dance at a club or I need you to go do something that you would never choose to do. Do these young people make money? Yes, they do. Here's the thing. There's force and coercion and threats that are involved. So there's embarrassment and shame by the victim. And then there's threats and coercion by the perpetrator. And it's, if you don't do this, I'm going to hurt your friend. If you don't do this, I'll put these pictures on the Internet. If you don't do this, I'll hurt your family. The average age is 12. So you're talking about a very young child having to make very big life-changing decisions with not a fully mature mind. And that's why we educate, you know, parents are our front line of defense. I always invite parents, come home on time two or three nights a week. Have dinner with your family. Play board games with your family. Go for a walk. Go out and play catch. But be with your children so you can actually be the first one to notice the slightest alteration of behavior. A child comes home and they've loved to dance their whole life or they've loved playing soccer or baseball or theater or playing an instrument. And then one day it just goes away. I don't really want to do that anymore. I want to spend all my time over here with this person. That's a red flag for a parent. We're speaking with Jan Edwards of Paving the Way, which is an organization aimed at raising awareness and preventing sex trafficking. You just explained about what sounds like, you know, a typical family here in the United States. But could it be that the people that recruit underage girls and boys are choosing young people with families who aren't so intact? No, there is no socioeconomic, geographic, demographic, psychographic boundary on this crime. I had a conversation with a young lady after I showed our film, Trapped in the Trade, and she came up to me and asked you know, a couple of questions, and, and we sat down, and she actually started stripping at the age of 16 and was recruited by a pimp and actually chose to leave only after the pimp held a gun to her head. And, you know, I was in shock, and I said, well, what did your friends say about this? And she said, oh, they actually liked watching me roll up in my pimp's Mercedes. And I had a really hard time wrapping my mind around that. So I called a girlfriend of mine who's a psychologist for a school system. And I shared the story with her. And she said, I'm not surprised, Jan. She said, I work with A students in A schools. And that happens there. She said, these are two working parents, you know, very well-to-do families. And they get sucked into this lifestyle as well because they're not getting the love and attention that children need from their parents. Parents sometimes replace being with them with things or having their children be super busy. And really all kids want is you. And then she also works with D-rated schools and children in D-rated schools. And you might have one parent that's working multiple jobs just to put food on the table and pay the rent. And you might have either no parent or a parent that is on drugs or alcohol. So, again, it's the child missing that love and affection and attention that we as human beings need. What are the biggest states where we have this problem? California, Texas, and Florida. Wow. So it's the warmer climates. Ohio, New York, and Virginia, Illinois, Georgia are right up there, too. It just seems like it would be easier to meet a kid outside on a playground or on a park bench if it's warm most of the year. Yes. And there's a lot of conventions and events in California, Texas, and Florida. And that's the other part of it, too. The Super Bowl has the highest amount of trafficking than any sporting event in the United States. You're kidding me. No. You've got a lot of people out for a good time. And they think it's okay. It's a one-time thing. Maybe I'll just do this once. All my buddies are doing it. 
you know, and it's a great excuse to go do something you would never do at home. And exploiting children under the age of 18 just isn't okay. I don't care if you're on vacation or not. Some of these young girls do look so much older. They do. And they're actually trained not to say their age. John might even say, how old are you? Well, I'm 18. They lie. They lie to save their life. And so what is the penalty if, let's say, you're arrested? Is it strong enough? It varies by state. And I'm happy to say more and more states are putting more and more pressure on John. And the consequences are far greater. It used to be the only person that was arrested was the prostitute or the person selling the sex. Now the Johns are under far more scrutiny as well as the the pimps. And to answer your question, it's not strong enough. I think the moment we really have that be a massive deterrent, a minimum 10 to 15 years of jail time, no option for out on good behavior or parole, deep financial fine is going to start to deter some of these people from doing this because there's been it's been a slap on the wrist one night in jail and you're out the door, whereas this poor girl, her whole life is altered. And are lawmakers listening to these requests to try and get the punishment for the crime more severe? Yes, they are. I'm happy to say more and more states are starting to really implement much tougher sentences on Johns that they pick up and pence. And I can only imagine that the Internet fuels something like this. Yes, it does. Social media, as wonderful as it is, a great way to keep in touch with people you haven't seen for years. It's also a place where predators look for the lost, the lonely, and the rebellious. Everybody vents on social media. That's kind of like now we're our town crier, our, our corner out in the world. And they look for that. They look for children venting about their parents, their friends, their family. And they start to befriend them under a fake name and start to build a relationship and encourage them, well, you should run away and come live with me. I'll take care of you. Or they might promise you a great job. It's really having people understand the manipulation that happens to these children that they just don't really get they're being manipulated. Most victims don't self-identify. And so where can people go to get more information about this and to get educated? One place they can go is our website, stoptraffickingtoday.com. They can just Google sex trafficking and the city or state they're in, and they'll find all kinds of resources and information. And the one number that I make sure everyone puts in their phone is the number of the National Trafficking Hotline. That number is 888-3737-888. And people can call that number 24 hours a day. All right, Jan Edwards of Paving the Way, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you, Lisa. For InfoTrack, I'm Lisa G. Next, want career success? Learn to communicate better at work. That story, coming up. Don't go away. InfoTrack will be back right after this. 